Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coinsierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coinsierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and overall process more efficient while costing less. All right, let's take a look at the market update. What's going on in the market over the weekend? All right. Yes, that is exactly what's been going on. Uh, crypto market caps in at 218 billion. Bitcoin dominance at 52.3 percent. Everything is basically flat over the last week. Uh, if my podcast only talked about price action, I could have taken the last week off. Good thing we're covering what's going on in the market, behind the scenes, in the news, and a little bit of crypto education because it's been a boring week waiting to see what's going to happen. Looks like I saw several polls over the weekend. Most of the market is divided on where Bitcoin is headed next. All right, so let's see what's going on in the news today. So famous rapper Soldier Boy might just be a Bitcoin holder. So the 28-year-old musician, best known for his debut single, Crank That, debuted a new song about Bitcoin in his latest album, Young Draco. It's titled Bitcoin and it describes how Soldier made $1 million off of Bitcoin after seemingly buying in at $6,000. Man, that's going crazy, the cryptocurrency, man. The lyrics begin continuing. I made 100 racks off of Bitcoin. You can catch me trapping with the Bitcoin. All right, I'm not going to sit here and sing it for you, but I will pay a, play a short clip. But just so you know, 100 racks is in the Urban Dictionary being defined as $100,000. Uh, Soldier's the latest musician to reference cryptocurrencies. You've seen Snoop Dogg, Young Dirty Bastard, even Eminem, all trying to get involved in the space through various projects or including it in their lyrics. All right, so let me play a short clip so you can hear what we're talking about here. I made a hundred racks off of Bitcoin. You can catch me trapping with the Bitcoin. You can catch me running up the Bitcoin. I spent 6000 on a Bitcoin. Bitcoin. All right, so whether you're a rap fan or not, that's not the point of this. The whole point is that you may have a whole another set of listeners, a generation that they have heard of Bitcoin, not really know much about it, but if they are into this type of music, they will hear it and potentially maybe look more into it. So just another example of how, you know, little things like this can help bring more awareness, bring more people to the market, uh, help us move along in our case to get to mainstream. All right, next up in the news. So a $30 million Manhattan building has become New York City's first luxury property to be tokenized on the blockchain. The building is located in East Village, contains 12 1,700 square foot condos. The entire property is now represented by an unconfirmed number of tokens on a public blockchain. Each token stands for a fractional value of each property. Tokenizing the property now allows people with a small amount of money to invest in real estate, and this could be a game changer for those living in expensive cities with sky-high property prices. Um, Sarahan explained to Forbes that tokenized Tokenized property and financial could remove the unruly pressure of tra traditional bank financing, which is much healthier for the project and all of the stakeholders. So this is very interesting. So you take a $30 million building and you create a certain amount of tokens that represent a $30 million value, the total amount. Then someone could invest as little as 10 tokens. And as the value of that real estate goes up, you're able to own a piece of that and participate in some of the returns. So this is very interesting to see how this works out. I think you'll see a lot more projects come like this where it becomes tokenized. So this is a huge deal for the crypto market, just another use case 
of blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies tied into one. Uh, so really loving this, this article, hoping this, this project is a game changer and really changes the way a lot of investments are done. Imagine if say, say they issued 30 million tokens, right? So maybe you buy a hundred thousand of them, then, you know, you own a stake in that, in that real estate venture. All right. So next up, Yale University's endowment makes a cryptocurrency play. So citing an anonymous source familiar with the matter, Bloomberg had reported over the weekend that Yale University, the Ivy League school who is endowed as the second largest in higher education, has invested in Paradigm, which is a cryptocurrency fund founded by Coinbase co-founder Fred Ashram, uh, former, former Sequoia Capital partner Matt Huang, and Patera Capital veteran Charles Norris. So Yale's move gives institutions excuse to buy crypto. So this is very interesting. I was reading the article and Yale had basically issued a statement or their endowment fund, the spokesperson had issued a statement saying that, that they invest in a, in a variety of markets just to hedge against anything going on. And anytime crypto markets dip, they will continue to buy heavy. Uh, so they're very bullish when it comes to cryptocurrency in the long term. Definitely see it as something sticking around worth the future for the institution. All right. So next up, financial intermediaries will be facing the chop thanks to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Malta's finance minister told that the Cointelegraph in an interview Friday. Uh, so speaking in a private interview during the Malta Blockchain Conference Delta Summit, Edward Scaluna said that the advent of cryptocurrency that is usably by the, usable by the mass popu population was making the middlemen of finance go the way of traditional photo developers. It's an interesting take when you think about photo developers. I mean, how many people actually have photos developed these days? Not very many. So this is, he stated, this is a disruptive technology. He said when asked whether he sees crypto as a future payment method continuing that, you know, he, he went on to say that, that this is going to eliminate the need for many financial middlemen and many other middlemen when, to talk, when you talk about blockchain technology, um, whether it's the middlemen you use when buying a house, securing a loan, uh, the trust will be in the blockchain and not in a third party intermediary. All right. So next up, Forbes has named Ripple co-founder Chris Larson as wealthiest from crypto. Chris Larson has made this year's Ford for 400 list as the 383rd richest person and is the first to ever make the list with a value accumulated solely from cryptocurrency. Forbes released its latest Forbes 400 list for 2018 last week, estimating that Larson is worth $2.1 billion. After gaining $78.5 billion in a single year, Jeff Bezos, with the total fortune of $160 million, has finally beaten Bill Gates to the number one spot. Um... $160 billion, should I say. Gates previously held the prime position in the list for 24 years. Joining Larson for the first time on the list is also Drew Houston, CEO of Dropbox. So just some interesting names there. First one from crypto being a Ripple guy. All right, so let's take a look at crypto education corner. And today I want to go back to a topic I've mentioned briefly in the past as indicator to use whether you're trading or buying, but I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into RSI today. So relative strength index not just for trading, but also just for buying, uh, investing in general. So RSI, which is a relative strength index, is a technical indicator used in the analysis of financial markets. It's intended to chart the current and historical weakness of a market based on the closing price of recent trading days, or trading period, should I say. The RSI is measured on a zero to 100 scale, with the high and low levels marked at 70 and 30 respectively. The RSI provides signals that tell investors to buy when the security or currency is oversold, and to sell when it is overbought. 
All right, so what this means is, as I mentioned in the past, make sure if you don't already, set up a free TradingView account. Go to tradingview.com, you create an account, set up the free one. There's paid accounts available. You don't need that right now unless you're doing some heavy trading and using more than three indicators. So I've used the free one for a very long time. Use the free account, set up a chart, and then select RSI as one relative strength index as one of your indicators. When you do that, you'll see a level uh, from zero to 100 with lines sitting at the 30 level and the 70 level. So as the price action moves and the demand moves up and down, you'll see when you're looking, you know, if you're looking for intermediate, if you're looking at a five minute window, then you're day trading, right? So you're going to look at 30. If, if the line drops below 30, it's considered oversold, which means it could buy and you can see a potential spike coming. If it goes over the top line of 70, then you can consider it overbought, which means there will be a price correction and expect a drop uh, in price. So what you want to do with that is, if, like I said, if you're charting on the five-minute level, then you're day trading. But maybe you're looking at long-term, when should I buy, right? So you're looking at either the four-hour or the one-day chart. And you can set your time periods different just in, in the blink of a second. You click on the time frame and you can change it back and forth. I'll look at multiple time frames. But basically... If you hear something pumping, right? So last week, we saw, a week, week and a half ago, so we saw Ripple spike up huge, right? Going all the way up. And Ripple was over 65 cents, and everybody was saying it's going to the moon. Buy it, buy it, buy it. And I issued a warning saying, do not buy right now because a dip is coming. Looking at the, I was looking at was the RSI. It was extremely oversold, closer to 85 to 90. So you expect a correction. That's exactly what happened. So I'm not saying don't buy it, period. But if you, unless you're happy with just buying and not looking at it for weeks or months, if you buy it at that point, it is inevitable that 99.9% of the time it will drop back down some. So typically you want to wait for that retracement to buy. And, and also if you're debating on when to sell, if it's at a point where you feel strongly, the price is a pretty good price to sell and the RSI is extremely overbought, way above 70, then sell or at least set a stop loss. That way if a correction does happen, it does drop back down you actually take out some profit on that trade. So that is it for RSI. Uh, it's a very easy indicator to use, uh, but I recommend, you know, just listen to the podcast and going to help as soon as you can get on a phone, get on a computer, go to trading view, open up your account, select the chart, and then see what I'm talking about by adding RSI and, and seeing, looking at the RSI history and also look how that correlates with price action, right? <clears throat> Shortly after you see something showing as extremely over, overbought above 70 i guarantee at some point right after that you'll see the price drop and then vice versa when it's below 30 and oversold you'll see the price bounce up it's a good point to enter a trade if the rsi is way oversold as you could expect some rebound back up in the price action so i want to thank you for listening today all the news we talk about in this article and more can be found on our facebook page from no crypto to no crypto make sure to give the page a like also, when you click like, click follow, and it'll give you the option to follow to see first. That's going to make sure you never miss an episode, never miss a news article or any update that we put. And let's hope that we see a little bit more action in the cryptocurrency market, especially with Bitcoin trading completely sideways for the last seven days. Imminent a breakout should be coming, but let's hope it happens soon. All right, that's it for the episode. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.